Hey, 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 welcome to another Pastor Duke podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I pray God will use me to bring some uh, information to you that you'll find helpful as we face off with the devil in these last days of the church age. Jesus said, uh, be aware, be awake, watch, therefore, for such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. I am so ready for Jesus to come back and get us out of here to deliver us from this present evil world, Galatians 1.4. And God said he inhabits the praise of his people. God promises a special uh, reward for those who love his appearing. And so as we come across with our prophetic studies, we're not locked in on any of these things, but we read what the prophet said. We listen intently to the voice of Jesus. And uh, as we as we ponder how these things might be fitting together, which we're going to do today, I call it the surveillance state. As we try to put all of this together, I think it brings joy to the Lord that we really do long for his coming. And as I just sense that his presence, uh, his, his coming could be eminent, it, it motivates me to purity. The Bible says, abide in him so that when he shall appear, will not be ashamed before him at his coming. Nothing so motivates me to purity, to gospel obedience, to walk close to the Lord than the thought of Jesus coming back and finding me in the state I'm at. So today's thoughts are the surveillance state. I'll never forget my first reading of Revelation 13 way back in 1972. I was a brand new believer coming out of the drug culture. Man, this Bible was brand new to me. Church was a wonderful place for me to land. I was falling in love with the Word of God. I was believing everything I read in Scripture. And when I read in this chapter, it challenged my understanding, to say the least. It looked like a chapter out of a Star Trek movie. I saw the rise of Antichrist uh, in the early verses of Revelation 13. That was that was pretty comprehensible. I saw the false prophet throwing his weight of influence to help lock the Antichrist into to global power, but it was the latter part of the chapter that was hard for me to grasp back in 1972, but so clear today. In verse 14, we saw the global deception brought on by the false prophet whom many believe to be a future pope who unites the religions of the world into kind of a one-world church to come alongside a one-world government headed up by the Antichrist. That is exactly what Pope John Paul wrote in his final book as he, quote, saw the global heresy running deep in the school of cardinals that he felt uh, his successor could very well be the infamous false prophet of Revelation 13. He wrote that about 20 years ago, and I seldom agree with popes, but I do agree with what he wrote. Uh, huge demon global deception in chapter 13 is blinding the populace. He has power to do miracles, this false prophet power to do miracles. He instructs for those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast, who is the Antichrist. His deadly wound had been healed. Uh, a sword was brought against him, and the Bible says in that chapter he did live. That's an added verse of information 
from the Antichrist's deadly wound be healed back in verse number three. It looks like there's an assassination attempt against the Antichrist. It looks like he's dead, and it looks like he's raised from the dead. Remember, he is the Antichrist, who the real Christ actually did rise from the dead. So this deception should be no surprise to one who knows the real gospel. The clear result of this event, however it may actually unfold in Revelation 13, the effect is very clear, and all the world wondered after the beast. Whatever this actual event is, the results are clear. The world is convinced he is supernatural. Now a timeline check. It's midway into the seven-year tribulation. The real church has been raptured out, thank you, Lord, three and a half years before. Chapter 4, verse 1, come up hither, and the church is never mentioned again in the book of Revelation. The 144,000 Jewish witnesses have been doing their evangelism across the world, Revelation 7, 3 through 9. Satan's Antichrist is now moving from global prominence to global power with the healing of his deadly wound and the victorious wars I've talked about in other podcasts. He has won uh, two previous wars now in the first three and a half years of the tribulation as the king of the south, Daniel 1140, and the king of the north, also Daniel 1140, and Ezekiel chapter 38, where Russia and her allies uh, with Iran, Ethiopia, Libya, have been defeated. The war victories uh, from the south, uh, which I believe to be Islam, and Russia from the north, and the world is watching all of this. And I think that's what prompts them to say, uh, also in Revelation chapter 13, verse 4, who is able to make war with him? Those who come against this Antichrist are supernaturally defeated. And now he has a power grip on the planet. Now he's locked in. So the what is going to happen has long been clear. We know what's going to happen because the scripture said so. But the when has long been debated. Uh, true God-loving theologians have had uh, varying timelines uh, through the ages, but clearly it is in the time of the end. There's no opposition to that. So we have the what and the when has been a little cloudy, but what we're going to look at today is the how. How has, um, how does all of this fit together? But these past years, the how is starting to come into much clearer focus. That's what this podcast is all about. I call our focus today the surveillance state. Others may see it as a coming uh, demonic technocracy. Daniel prophesied, chapter 12, verse 4, in the time of the end, knowledge will increase. Uh, That might be an understatement, which I might say knowledge may exponentially increase because that has been our reality. In my 69 years here on planet Earth, that is exactly what my generation has witnessed, a technology explosion. We didn't grow up with computers or cell phones 
we didn't have video games until it was like in high school, and they were very primitive. We played ping. The young kids should check that one out if it's st still alive. Uh, there was no such thing as the Internet or digital currency. There were three channels on TV, and that happened to be in black and white. We had party lines on the telephone, six or seven families on one line. And those days you talked only on the telephone for a matter of minutes because you didn't want to take up the time and take away phone privileges to the six other families on your party line. <laughs> Young people have a hard time believing all of this, but old people can verify it and uh, prove me right. There was no social media, no 24-7 news cycle. We had film in our cameras, and we had to pay money to get them developed. So you didn't waste a lot of pictures in those days. There was no digital music, no Wi-Fi, no online banking or online anything. These last 50 years has seen our entire world completely transformed technologically into a virtual world. Nationalism has yielded pretty much now to globalism everything plummeting into the global lockdown state of Revelation 13. I remember reading the futuristic novel 1984 in about 1971. Well, guess what, Bubba? Big Brother is here. And I would remind you that there is nothing inherently evil in the technology, but the scriptures long ago made it clear that all the technology will be used by the evil one to fulfill his long-awaited dream of world rule. It's also crystal clear in Revelation 13, 5. He will only enjoy, thank you, Lord, he will only enjoy this power for 42 months or the last three and a half years called the Great Tribulation. So a quick overview of what? Of Revelation 13. It's midway into the seven-year tribulation. Two horrific wars have been fought and won uh, by the Antichrist. Those wars against Israel, where Antichrist has set up his global headquarters in the city of Jerusalem. Both the kings of the south and of the north have been defeated. The false prophet has helped lock Antichrist into place where he now institutes the long-awaited, the infamous mark of the beast, the 666, on or in the right hand or forehead, without which no one will be able to buy or sell anything. What we see here is a complete surveillance state, a global control of the populace, unthinkable until just recent days and the new surveillance state. There will be medical control, information control, food control, energy control, travel control, a global populace who resisted the Holy Spirit control in earlier days will be left with this, demonic control. The globalist deep state leaders, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, George Soros, the Clintons, the Obamas, big pharma, military, industrial complex, big tech team all together has spelled out their entire agenda in the UN Agenda 2030. Go online and read it. I have a podcast called the 2030 Agenda if you just want to go to that 
and listen to it all in their own words. And they wrote that in 1992. This isn't a recent development. And uh, Schwab tweaked all of that out in his most recent book called The Coming Economic Reset and subtitled The Fourth Industrial Revolution, where he boldly proclaims you will all be living in 800-square-foot high-rise apartment buildings in smart cities, owning nothing and being happy. And, of course, all of us who call them out on in their own words, we are labeled conspiracy theorists or even worse, domestic terrorists because we have the audacity to oppose their plans. But none of this is by chance. It's been spiritually in the making ever since the devil was kicked out of heaven in Isaiah chapter 14. And then looking back on the entirety of the human history, In Isaiah 14, verse 16, it said about Satan, is this the man, or I might say the spirit being, it says, is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake the nations? And that's exactly what he does in the final days of human human existence. That uh, (laughs) kingdom Jesus talked about is coming. And his will will be done, but first comes the kingdom of this Antichrist. He couldn't pull any of all of this off without technology that is now our world. The Communist Chinese Party has tweaked the upcoming global surveillance state now for many years. And in my view, prepared the way for the Antichrist technocracy. Interesting, isn't it? An atheistic government already using the system, controlling over one billion people on this planet, soon to be controlling (laughs) the rest of the world. We've been watching the development of it all for decades. But for me, it was uh, March of 2020 when COVID-19 bullied its way onto the world scene. Coming from where? Uh, China. That's when it was beginning to come clear to me the prophetic birth pains Jesus talked about had surely begun. Oh, I think probably they began before that with the rebirth of the modern state of Israel and the retaking of the holy city in 1948, 1967. But I mean, it's been fast and furious since March of 2020. It began to hit fast hit hard, and has come faster and faster. In only days, the entire world was in lockdown. This could only happen in a digitally connected world. Just think of how the surveillance world has developed from computers to microchips, nanotechnology, cell phones, massive data centers, i.e. now called the cloud, GPS tracking of our cars, our phones, and some, and soon for all, our bodies will be linked in. With 5G, space links, facial recognition, iris recognition, voice-activated artificial intelligence, electronic voice messaging, our sweet friends Alexa and Siri. 
you know, just mention something you're thinking about buying or building and your cell phone will hear you and turn it on an hour later and you will have ads trying to sell you everything remotely related to what you just talked about and they heard on our little surveillance devices we seem to take with us everywhere. Big Brother is not only watching from the sky, he's listening Now, a quick peek back to Revelation 13 text. We see the image or statue of the beast speaking. We thought that crazy impossible back in the 70s throughout about maybe 2010. But today we talk with computers pretty much every day. It wasn't long ago that our constitutional Bill of Rights forbade governments or business to surveil our activities. But all that went by the wayside in the fall of 2001 with George Bush the Younger signing into law the Patriot Act. I thought that was a good thing when it hit right after 9-11 tragedy, signed in, uh, brought into the populace through fear to help see uh, to it that there would never be another 9-11. It was approved to surveil foreign bad guys from hurting us. But guess what? For the sake of security, we sold off much of our freedom. And guess who they've spied on ever since? All of us. So just exactly What does Big Brother have on us today? Uh, Pretty much everything. All of our personal communications, our phone calls, text, emails, social media posts, and communications, whether they're going out or coming in to us. All of our banking, most of our health data, all of our uh, purchases on credit cards, they've got pretty much everything you know, to protect us so they can easily track down the bad guys. But interestingly, the bad guys seem to go free. I don't see them tracking down any bad guys. And now the Biden administration, as it did with the Obama administration, is using the CIA, the DOJ, FBI, and Department of Homeland Security to go after their political enemies, to silence them, to litigate them, to centralize control over our education, our media, the social media platforms. Censorship took off during COVID like never before. The mainstream narrative began to silence the voice of any opposition. The deep state plans to be a police state. (laughs) Uh, Let me say that again. The deep state plans to be a police state as soon as possible. Just look at all the issues being fact-checked now, uh, removed from Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and now with Elon Musk uh, getting back on Twitter. Uh, (laughs) We're able to speak a little bit more freely on Twitter. But look at all the things that uh, you can't talk about. You can't talk about vaccines. You can't talk about uh, COVID-19. You can't talk about the election fraud. You can't talk about what's really happening in Ukraine. And on and on it goes. 
Look at all the collusion now proven between our FBI Department of Justice and the social media giants. Satan has always needed to stop the voice of opposition, whether it was Hitler and the Nazi Party or the Chinese Communist Party, Castro in Cuba, the Soviet Union, the new global hero Zelensky in Ukraine has long ago locked down journalism in his country, silenced the voice of opposition. But uh, our mainstream media doesn't tell us uh, what he has done. And he's made out to be some kind of a hero while he's sacrificing his own people in the slaughter of that senseless war. Our older uh, United States generation can hardly believe how our nation has nearly given away our personal rights to gain a false security from a very corrupt global government now in power in our nation. Truly, surveillance is the rule of our lives today. For convenience, we use credit cards and we use uh, easy pass when we travel. Today, we have traffic monitoring as never before. It's everywhere. Uh, Trudeau in Canada locked down the bank accounts of truckers who dared oppose his COVID vax mandates. The Netherlands did likewise to the farmers who dared to oppose the fertilizer bans and the shutting down of their farms. It's almost here in America. One big event, we're told, could put all of us into lockdown again. I've been hearing about climate lockdowns. Man, I hope that's not true, but uh, that's the chatter. Well, Bill Gates promises another pandemic in the year 2025. He, he predicted the one that hit in 2020. Now he's, uh, we can be rest assured, though, because uh, he's hooked up with Big Pharma and their team will have uh, uh, some more untested vaccines ready to save the world from whatever is coming down our pike. And he'll take it all the way to the bank again, as he did the last time. You know, our choice is this. Trust government with all of our heart <laughs> or to trust God with all of our hearts and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him. You know, the Lord didn't have to, but he did prophesy all of this. He didn't have to tell us what to expect, but he did. He didn't need to write the Bible and lay it all out in advance, but he did. He didn't need to send his only begotten son uh, to pay the sin debt of the world, to go to a cross, to suffer, to bleed, to die, but he did because he loves us. should be a pretty easy choice for us to take a look at what's coming down in our world, the surveillance state. Satan seemed to have boldly proclaimed all of this in those futuristic novels I read back when I was in high school. Man, you got to get a hold of a little book called This Perfect Day by Ira Levin. See what all the vaccines <laughs> were prophesied by pagan writers way back in the, in the 50s and 60s. Oh, my goodness. None of this is by chance. Uh, the Lord told us how it was going to come down. Jesus said, when you begin to see all these things come to pass, look up. So just want to hit you with that information. The surveillance state, man, it's here. It's developing. And uh, aren't you glad to be on the winning team? 
Have you made your commitment to Christ? Have you asked him to forgive you of your sins, come into your heart and save you? I know most of you have, but I'm finding out more and more listeners are tuning in. Uh, people know that something's up. They sense the, the onslaught, advance of evil all around them. Pedophilia being accepted, just filth in government places. Fraud is everywhere. Who can you trust? Well, I'd suggest you let all of that drive you to the feet of Jesus. My sin drove me to Jesus back when I was 18 years old. It's the greatest decision you ever make. Give it all to Jesus. Hey, thanks for tuning in. God bless. See you next time. Bye-bye for now.